Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hello, everybody. What's up? Hi, hello. How you going? I'm excited to be here with you. It's Estelle here, your host, your fierce and feminine BFF, empowerment coach, and the founder of the Fierce Female Co., where we are all about activating your inner queen energy and helping you leave behind a basic life and embrace a life of fulfillment and purpose. Guys, I'm happy to be here in your company. Thank you for joining us. I am excited to dive into this week's episode. If this episode doesn't motivate you, I don't know what the hell will, girlfriend. So make sure you take the time, dive in, whether you're driving, walking, cleaning, dancing, whatever you're doing whilst you're listening to this episode, this is going to pump you up, girlfriend. I'm so excited to give you this and to bring this to you, but... Before I start singing and dancing from excitement, let's just dive into the Fierce Female Tip of the Week. Okay, and this is also a little bit like of an update, what's been going on for me. So I have been very into decluttering recently, like to the next level. Um, I have been decluttering my spaces all around me, whether it's like random drawers, um, my closet, my bathroom, it's all happening. The closet in particular, that took a dedicated uh, chunk of time, but seriously, it felt so good. Decluttering your space is so powerful because every item that you have in your home has a certain energetic frequency and makes us feel a certain way. So often we hold on to so many things that we don't that don't really bring us joy, that don't make us feel good because we have paid money for it or because we have worn it once in the past two years ago and or we have some attachment to it from the past. And so I strongly, strongly recommend you take a look at your space, like even start with your closet and just look at, okay, what what no longer brings me joy. Like who is the Marie Kondo? Like she's like, you know, the OG of the space clearing. So, you know, looking at your space, looking at your clothes, what is not aligned with the elevated version of you? So get rid of those old daggy jocks, get rid of those clothes that don't make you feel good. Donate it, donate it, sell it, whatever you need to do to clear your space, declutter it. And it's just such a good energetic up level. So highly recommend, especially as we're transitioning to a new season, get on the decluttering vibe, guys. Start with the wardrobe, then go into all the spaces in your home. It is um, it is really impactful. I've still got a couple more to go, but it's happening. We're on a mission. Okay, and I wanted to shout out for this week's shout out. I wanted to take a journey back to one of the books that I found really, really inspiring and just... Um, really powerful and helpful for me when I was on a journey of discovering my soul's purpose. And I was, you know, kind of battling through feelings of unworthiness and not really embracing what it is that I wanted to do in the world because I didn't really think that I could do it. And so one book that really helped me navigate those emotions and helped me kind of connect with um, my light and what I was here to do in the world was, is the book, um, Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. It is such a good book. Like there is so much wisdom on every single page. Um, it really helps me to just embrace my purpose and embrace um, the message that I'm here to share with the world. So a really beautiful book. If you're feeling like you're at a crossroad, if you're feeling like you want to connect to your soul's purpose, if you want more fulfillment and more depth in your life, I 100% recommend that book. Okay, guys, today we have the Kelly Marciniak joining us on the pod. She is the OG Freedom Babe, teaching women how to create a life of freedom and success. She is such a vibe. Kelly and I are actually part of the same mastermind group, and I absolutely adore her. She, like I said, if this if this episode's not going to motivate you, I don't know what will, guys. Um, in this episode, we specifically cover Kelly's journey from server to a multiple six-figure business owner. We talk about how to how to follow your path and break away from society's norms and expectations. 
what to do when people around you don't really believe in what you're trying to create and how to not let the non-believers dim your light. Such a juicy one. Um, We also talk about how to reinvent yourself and up-level in all areas of your life. The mindset required to step into the next level version of you and put your big girl pants on and how to create more freedom in your everyday life during quarantine and during the craziness of 2020. So guys, this episode is high vibe. It is fun. Enjoy. It is so much fun bringing you these weekly episodes. It's I love getting your messages. I love getting your feedback. Keep it coming. If you ever want to connect with me, please shoot me a DM at Fierce Female Co. And if you want to share your um, takeaways or the fact that you love any episodes or what you got out of it, please do so share it on IG stories and tag us at Fierce Female Co. We love you guys. Let's get into it. Welcome, welcome to Fierce Female Radio, guys. Today we have the beautiful babe Kelly Marciniak joining us on the podcast. And I'm so, so, so excited to have her. She is the founder of Freedom Babe. She's the OG Freedom Babe, teaching women all around the world how to build their freedom-based business, reinvent themselves and manifest the lifestyle and business of their dreams. She's also the host of the Freedom Babe podcast, of which I'm super obsessed and listen to quite often when I'm going for my morning walks. I don't know if you know that, Kelly, but there you go. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here, gorgeous girl. I'm excited to have you. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. That was such a good intro. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should, maybe I should like add that to my bio. It sounded so good. <laughs> totally. Well, we're so excited to have you and excited to be chatting whilst we're on the opposite sides of the world. We were chatting before we recorded mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm here based in Melbourne, Australia. We're kind of going to that space of springtime and we get those summer feels and you're in, you're approaching fall and it's getting cooler. So just the different like energy vibes. Interesting, isn't it? It's, it's so good, but it brings in that balance. So I love it. Totally, totally. All I can say is we are ready for a cracking summer. We are ready for some sunshine here in Australia. I'm ex- I can't, I seriously can't wait for summer. Like I just, I've already been thinking about <laughs> outfits, like literally all year I've worn yoga pants. So I'm just like, wow, I'm going to put on heels. What am I going to wear to the grocery store? <laughs> yes, I love it. I feel like if 2020 has taught us anything, it's like dress up for whatever the fuck you want now. <laughs> Totally. I just know that I'm going to be, someone's going to ask me to catch up, come around for the house for a wine and I'm just going to rock up in some fucking ball gown. It's like, I have arrived. (laughs) You have to, who knows when we'll be able to again. That's it. That's it. Oh, so good. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm super excited to dive into all things you and your mindset and your business and really just unpacking um, a few bits and pieces here on the podcast episode. But before we dive in, Kelly, I'm going to hit you with some rapid fire questions. Okay. Yes, let's do it. So what's your favorite Beyonce song? Oh, okay. (laughs) This is so (laughs) funny. The one that's coming to mind, I feel like it's probably not actually my favorite, but it's coming to mind. So I'll just say it, um, is single ladies. (laughs) I dressed up at my two friends and I, when we were in universities, this was like literally almost 10 years ago, we dressed up as the single ladies for Halloween one year and it was just iconic. And people who didn't like know what we were thought we were like, they're like, what the fuck are you? Did you just dress up as a hoe, basically? <laughs> um, but like a lot of people got it when we were all together. So it was just really awesome. That's awesome. But like when you're apart, it's like, why did that chick just rock up to the party half naked? What's her yeah, deal? literally. Like people were like, ta- they're like, what is she supposed to be? A slut? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> when I was by myself, like trying to get after bar drunk food. And I was like, oh God, where are my friends? <laughs> <laughs> That is so good. I love it. I love it. So good. And um, what does your morning ritual look like, Kelly? Oh, okay. So right now um, I get up, I obviously like wash my face, do that kind of stuff. And then the first thing I do once the basics are done with is I do a workout because before quarantine, honestly, I was the most inconsistent person with working out. Um, but I just find now that I'm like home all the time, it's actually really easy to do it. So I like to do that first Mm. because if I leave it to later in the day, I'm probably not going to do it. And it just feels good for me to get it. Like I, I do enjoy it, but it feels good to like get that over with. Um, and then I 
will do like my morning meditation and I do some journaling and then I pull some Oracle cards for guidance. Um, and then if I get like any messages, like today I had so many ideas come to me for like Instagram posts and free, like free trainings and live. So I just like wrote all that down right after my meditation. So I, um, had something to go off of later. And then I did some journaling, pulled my cards and then, um, Today, I don't do this every day, but today I decided I was going to have an abundance goddess bath. So I put like citrine crystals in my mm. bath and like these goddess bath salts. And I played the Lakshmi mantra and sang it while I laid in the bath. And I decided to do that because um, last night I like made a really big payment towards something. And I was like, okay, this like feels scary, but I'm deciding that it's just making room for more abundance. And then last night I decided that today I would do like the abundance bath and stuff like that. Um, but on a general day, it's mainly like the workout, the, um, like the meditation, the journaling, the card, and then I like shower, I get ready, I make a smoothie and then I get to work. Oh, I, I love all well. of those things. Sometimes you what? Sometimes I read as well. It depends. Like sometimes I'll have a tea before I do my workout and read for a little bit, but I haven't been doing that the last week. That is so beautiful. I love all of those things. And can I just say the abundance bath, that is so good. I am totally going to, yes. like I'm doing that because I feel like when I've done the the baths and I've made like I've put an intention around it it normally for me has been like self-love compassion um sacral chakra vibes like all of that but I love that you've kind of just like no let's let's just have like a money bath <laughs> like, let's yeah just, a money bath that's, that's a better over. <laughs> that is so good I love it so good and what um do you are you working out with a special program at the moment or do you mix it up um I mix it up with BB fit workouts by Bailey Brown um Mimi Mimi Bouchard's workouts on Mimi method and then uh, there's another girl. It's all on YouTube. Her name is like Pamela Reif or Pamela Reef. I'm not really sure. Oh, how yeah. to pronounce last yeah. name. Um, but I do. Yeah. I just kind of like do one of like, one of those three and I just see what I am intuitively feeling that day. Love it. So good. That's so juicy. Love it. Love it. Love it. And what's one book that you would want every woman to read? Oh my God. It's the book I'm reading right now. Like it's, I literally was preaching about this book when I was on page five because it was that good. And it's called, um, <laughs> breaking the habit of being yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yeah. So good. That's such a good one. I feel like it's one that you have to keep reading. Like, I don't know about you, but I, I read it like I think a year ago and I picked it up recently and I was like, I want to read that again because there's so much in it. It's just like, it's literally the science plus the spiritual mixed together of like manifesting and reinventing yourself. And that's what like, I'm so passionate about right now. So I don't know, just the way that he explains everything. It's just like, holy shit. Yes. Totally. Oh, I love it. So, so good. Have you read Supernatural? No, this is the first book of his that I've read, but I've heard a lot of people have recommended that one too. Which one do you like better? Yeah, I don't know. I think there's some parts. Of, I think like the reading, the one that you're reading first is good. And then Supernatural. I think Supernatural, get, he gets even more science-y, um, which is good in some, in some ways. But I feel like I would read um, Breaking, what is it called? Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. I'd read that a couple times. Mm. Um, so that's my, I feel like that would be more of a go-to for me. But they're both like, I think they're both like really, really good. And there's so much in it. I'm just like, every page is just like magic, really. Like he's incredible. Mm, yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. He, I'm like, where have you been all my life? You're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Amazing. And so what fierce female are you crushing on right now and why Kelly? Ooh, okay. Um, this is like so random, but I am obsessed with Kristen Cavallari. Do you, know, do you know who she is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, 
because like, I don't follow her intricately, but I know who she is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, do you guys have the Hills and, or um, <laughs> what's her other show that she's, I don't know what the other show is called, but I just think like, she's so funny. She's so down to earth. She's also like, she's an entrepreneur. She has several different businesses and she also just went through a, she went through a divorce this year, but I feel like she's totally had a glow up and reinvented herself since then as well. And I just, I just love her energy. I'm here for it. Love it. Love it. So good. So, so good. Okay. Yes. So I'm excited because like, before we get into like all the juicy details and all the things about you, I would love, I think it's really interesting for us just to hear a little bit more about your journey, Kelly, like your journey as an entrepreneur and like, where did this all start for you and what led you to create a business that helps other women live a life of freedom and success? How did that start for you? Mm. Okay. So I just remember being in high school, trying to decide what to apply to university for. And I was like, none of this shit interests me. Like, am I just supposed to pick a job out of a hat? Like this all, this just, I don't know. Like I wasn't excited about anything, but my parents really wanted me to go to school. So I went to um, university for health sciences and did that. And again, at the end of, and at the end of those four years, I was like, okay, now what? Like, I have no clue what jobs to get. And like, again, I, there's nothing that interests me. Um, so I ended up taking well, I applied to nursing school because again, like you just think school, more school is the answer when it's really not. Um, and I didn't get in. So I just took a year to like upgrade some marks cause I wanted to apply again. And, and in that year I was introduced to network marketing. Um, and I partnered with a company that was a health and wellness company. And I was like helping people get better health, but also like introducing people to the opportunity, growing my business. And, and when I found that opportunity and they showed me how I could like be my own boss and create my own hours and be in control of the income that I created, I was like, I am in, like, I need this so bad. Like, this is why nothing else has made sense. Um, and I did that, um, for a few years and then I just kind of lost honestly, like it got to a point where I think it would be a lot different if I started network marketing now that I've had my coaching business and I actually know like how, like what works and what doesn't. Um, mm. but I just got so tired of sending people messages on like Facebook and Instagram. And it just, I just felt like I was always annoying people. It didn't feel good to me anymore. And I was like, shit, like, I know I'm supposed to be an entrepreneur, but, um, but like this isn't working, but I also knew that I wasn't meant to, I knew I wasn't meant to be working an office job because when I worked office jobs or part-time jobs, I hated it. I was like, Oh my God, this is like, this is torturing my soul right now. And so, um, I remember there was one year where I looked, I was doing my taxes and I was like, fuck, I made less money this year than I did the year before. I'm supposed to be growing. What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And literally like around right around that same time, I happened to, I wasn't looking for a coach, but I happened to stumble across one and I had a call and she just showed me how I could still be an entrepreneur and I could start a coaching business and whatnot. And I was like, okay, this is the answer to my prayers. So I started that. And even through the process of her coaching me, like at first I thought I was just going to do mindset coaching and stuff like that. But once I realized how easy it was to start my own brand, start my own business. I was like, holy shit, if only I had this when I was like 22, 23, just graduated university, was working that office job, did it, still didn't really know what career I wanted. Um, I would have jumped on that opportunity so fast to like fully build my own business, not necessarily partner with another company. Although I do really, I do really believe in network marketing and I think it is a great option. And I think that, um, it's really great to get your foot in the door as an entrepreneur. Cause I also may have not had the confidence to fully start my own thing if I didn't mm. do that first, but I just really saw like, once I learned how to do it, I saw a need in the market for that. And I was like, if I knew about this years ago, this would have like 
helped me get what I wanted so much faster and I could have been way further ahead. Um, so that's when I decided to add business coaching and help other women start these online businesses because I saw the freedom it gave me. Like I was able to quit my job after nine months of starting my business. I made my first five figure months or five figure month, um, not nine months after starting my business. And within like four months I had like a 7,500 week, $7,500 week or something like that. So I just saw the results really quick. And I, I was also feeling the fulfillment, um, very fast as well. And, and it was checking those boxes that network marketing wasn't. So that's when I just knew that like women needed this and could totally transform their lives and their careers by doing this kind of inner work, but also building the business to give them that freedom. Mm, I love that so much. And I feel like you know, starting a business is no joke, especially at a young age, but like you could have easily just gone into that cycle of um, what's wrong with me. Why is nothing making me happy? You know, how, you know, I've tried this job. I've tried that job. I've tried this degree, that degree. And like, you could have gone on a downward spiral. And I feel like that's where lots of people go because they feel that that misalignment means that there's something wrong with them as opposed to that being a sign that they just need to realign and pivot and shift directions because that experience is like a clue that this isn't for you, not that there's something wrong with you. So I think that's, that's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, like in high school and society and everything, like we're so malleable when we're young and they, they really do try and fit us in a box. So it's like, if you don't resonate with the societal norms, and I feel like a lot of my brand is about that too, like embrace that. Don't make yourself wrong for it, but make sure that you do that soul searching and explore those options. Because if at the same time, if you just sit there and you're like, well, I'm not meant for this, but you're not taking the action to find your purpose or whatever, um, you're not going to get the clarity if you're just sitting there. The clarity comes from taking the action. Hundred percent. Oh, love it. So good. So so good. And like I would imagine starting your entrepreneurial journey at twenty-two, um, that like that's no joke, right? That's like, you know, I have debt I have no doubt that you would have had people in your life giving you their opinions or just not understanding what you're doing. Um, you know, rolling their their eyes at you, just kind of not vibing what you want to do because you're going down a different path. that's less traditional. Like, how did you respond to that? How did you respond to the non-believers and what specific things did you do to keep going on your path despite people not necessarily having faith in what you were doing? Mm, that's such a good question. And yeah, I definitely had that. Like when I told my mom, cause I didn't mention this, but I did, I ended up applying, um, and again for a nursing school. And it was, it was actually the same week that I had to submit my applications that I found that network marketing, um, opportunity, which is like so synchronistic, but I ended up getting in. And when I told my mom, I wasn't going cause I wanted to do that network marketing business. She like freaked out. She screamed at me. Um, and then a lot of like my friends didn't get it a lot. Like some of them were like, Oh, I think you should stick to nursing school. Or I think you should like just get a job or whatever. Um, or like they would like make fun of me or call it like a pyramid scam. Like I had literally, I got everything, but I think like, obviously little things bothered me, but I honestly don't remember ever getting super, super down on myself because two things for one in my heart and in my gut, it was such a hell. Yes. Like it was so obvious that that's what I needed to do that. And I had so much certainty about that, that I, it didn't really rock me too much. Um, and the second part was the people that had the opinions were not where I wanted to be. Like there was Mm. no millionaires telling me, Oh, you should go get a job. Like, you know what I mean? The people who I wanted to trade places with were in this business. They weren't like my guy friend from high school who was working some entry level job or like even like my parents, I love them so, so, so much. And I'm so grateful for them. And they've done so amazing for us, but even them, I'm like, well, I want, more. Do you know what I mean? Um, so that was a big part too. Like, and that kind of goes back to trusting myself too. It was like, do you want to trade places with these people? Um, no. Well then why the hell are you going to take advice from them? 
Oh, that is so good. I, I feel like you just said two incredibly powerful things for anyone that is like listening and wanting to embark on something that doesn't feel like it's the norm and they're getting judgment and weird energy vibes from other people. It's like those two things. One, um, follow your gut, follow your heart. Does this feel right and in alignment with you? And two, do the people giving you the people giving you the advice, are they the people that you want to be? Are they, you know, are they living the life that you want to live? If not, don't worry about it. Keep going. Exactly. Exactly. Because yeah, like why, why would you put your energy there? Like what do they know? And this is another part of that. If people are expressing their doubt, it's a projection of their beliefs about themselves. It doesn't really actually have anything to do with you. Mm, yes. So good. So, so good. And, and so going from, cause it was obviously, you know, you had a few different reinventions, up levels, there's a few different layers, right, to your entrepreneurial journey. And so going from a, because I think, I remember you saying at one point that you also like, you were, as part of your part-time jobs, were you waitressing? Yes. So it was, it was, yeah. So I was really wanting to like live the freedom lifestyle and like do this full time when I was doing network marketing. And I, I managed to do it for a bit. Like I didn't, I was living at home. I like, my only expense was like my car. Like I didn't, I didn't have a lot of bills. So <laughs> do you remember worked- those days where you're like, oh, I've got so many expenses and it's like your car and your phone bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it, like, it all went to alcohol basically. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I was able to make it work for a, for a bit. And then I just, I honestly started going into debt because I was like, like I was obsessed with the freedom lifestyle and I was living it, but I was living it. I hate this term, but I was living beyond my means at the time. Um, but I'm actually so grateful for that because it, if I hadn't gone into the debt, I wouldn't have looked for other options. You know what I mean? Like it made Mm. me not settle with my career. Um, but yeah, so I picked up, I was like working, um, at my uncle's company, just like part-time at an office, uh, helping him with like bookkeeping. And then I, but it was like very, very, very part-time. Um, I basically could just kind of go in when I wanted to and make my own hours. And then, and then I was like, okay, I want something to like, supplement this, but that still gives me the flexibility. So that's when I picked, I think when I was 25, I picked up, um, a serving job. And then what I did, I, okay, here's the thing. I think serving is so great. If you're doing your business part-time or if you, sorry, if you're working on building your up your business and you're wanting to take it full-time because serving gives you a lot of flexibility, I guess in today's world, it's a little different. Um, with everything happening. But it, at the time it gave me so much flexibility. Um, like I could pick up shifts when I wanted, I could get rid of shifts when I wanted, I could still work like good hours in my business and not just be working at nighttime, um, on my business. Right. So it was really, really good. But something I did when I started is I told myself, this is just temporary. And I kind of like gave myself a timeline to get in and out because I didn't want to get stuck in the surfing world. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's so, so, so important. Cause you're like, this isn't going to be like, this isn't the thing. This is just like the intra measure. Exactly. Exactly. So knowing it was temporary when I went in helped me get my shit together mm. and get things done. But it was actually interesting because when I started, uh, serving, like I still hadn't started coaching yet. That was just to like supplement my network marketing. The network marketing. Yeah. Yeah. And so how did you go? Okay. So how did you go from there to where you are now? Right. Like I imagine you would have had to reinvent yourself in so many different ways and you teach and speak about reinvention. So I'd love if you could just tell us a little bit about, you know, a little bit about your perspective on it and your method for reinvention. Yeah. Okay. So when I was like, I feel like I decided a couple times I wanted to quit and I wanted to take my business full time, but I wasn't super serious about it. I was still treating my business as a hobby. I was still looking at my serving job as the way I made money. And then my business was extra, right? If your business Mm -hmm. is extra, it's always going to stay the hobby. So one really good trick I have is switch your perspective. So you start looking at your business as the way you make money, even if it's not fully covering all your expenses yet just decide this is how this is how I live now I live from the income that I make through my business it pays my bills it pays my rent or my mortgage it allows me to go for dinners with my friends it allows me to buy groceries and once I made that decision 
things really, really switched in my business. And even though I quit and had my first five figure month, nine months after I launched, once I made that decision, it was like two months after that I was able to quit and launch. So like things will happen really quick when you decide. So with the process of reinventing yourself, the first step is getting really clear on who is it that you want to become? So in that situation, it was like, I want to be someone who's running my business full time. And it's getting really like getting really specific and clear on your desires as well. Like, what do you want your life to look like? What do you want your, like your typical day to look like? What do your finances look like? What do your relationships look like? Your health, your business, like get so specific. And then, and then you need to look at, um, your mindset and where are you not, showing up as that like version of you or where, sorry, where are you not thinking as that version of you? So if I wanted to quit my job, but I'm still like taking shifts all the time instead of working on my business. And I believe that the money that I can't make money in my business, it has to come in through serving. Like that's not aligned with mm-hmm. my, with my higher self, right. Or that version of me. Um, so it's looking at your mindset, releasing the thoughts and the beliefs that are not aligned with your higher self, with that version of you, you want to become, and then creating new thoughts and beliefs that do align with that version of you, even if it's not your reality yet, like you have to speak, you have to speak your reality into existence. So based on the, on the reality that you've created and got specific on what are the actual thoughts and beliefs that align with that and start telling yourself that instead of the other stuff that's, that's identified with the old version of you. Like you really have to let go of that old identity. And then the next part is, is the energy behind it all. So that's when you have to think, okay, if I had quit my job, if I was making six figures, if I um, was running my business full time, how would I feel and think about the specific emotions. So what I like to do is I like to visualize what that would look like and then think about how does that make me feel? Like, how would I feel if I just found out I had made six figures? How would I feel if I just found out I had quit my job and I'm running my business full time? Like you would feel fucking over the moon, excited, happy, proud, grateful. You know what I mean? Confident. Like the, the list goes on and on. And then it's about tapping into that vibration and feeling that way now before those things happen. And this is where so many people get it wrong because they're like, oh, well, once I'm running my business full time, I'll just be so much happier and I'll feel so much calmer and more confident and blah, blah, blah. And that's what's actually blocking you from mm-hmm. having those things because you're saying when this, then all. It, it's opposite. It's you have to feel the way that you want to feel from that physical thing. And that's when the physical thing comes in because that's you showing up and being the match. And then obviously, obviously too, you have to take the action. So we like the energetic part is so, so, so important, but you have to make sure you're moving the needle towards it. Like, are you putting your offers out there? Do you have, do you have it mapped out with, um, like, I don't know, like, have you written your, two weeks, two weeks notice letter in advance. That's something I did too. Um, have you mapped out what you, what you want to make each month from now until you quit? You know what I mean? Like take the action Mm. that is moving the energy towards those desires. Does that make sense? Oh, yes. A hundred percent. I love that. And I feel like the thing, one of the really interesting things that I feel like would stand out to a lot of people is how micro you get and how you have to get so specific because I think people who I think people sometimes think, Oh, I just have to think positive and I just have to feel good where it's like, there's so much more to it than that. It's not just Mm -hmm. feeling good. It's getting so specific about the way that you want to live your life in all areas of your life and really aligning that now, as opposed to waiting for the circumstance to occur, which I love what you said, because it's not, it can't be, um, you will feel this when, what did you say again? Uh, when I feel this, then that. When I have this, then when I'll I have feel this. that. Yeah. Like, that's what you don't want to do. Yeah, totally. And it's so easy for us because people would look at their circumstance and be like, well, this is not what I want. So therefore I don't feel good about it. But when I get what I want, then I will feel good. And it's like, that's the wrong way around. Exactly. And that, and the part, like another part of that is, if you're, if you're speaking that way, you are not identifying with that new version of you. So like, that is something you have to really make sure you're doing is 
is the way I'm thinking, feeling, and acting, is that connected with my new identity or my old identity? And you have to make sure that you are identifying with that new version of you. So I had this realization, um, actually like when I was like really going through the process of reinventing myself just a few months ago. And I was like, oh my God, I've like, cause I've been working out a lot more and I hired a health coach and I'm like eating better and stuff. And I just felt like I was still not seeing the results I wanted. And then I realized I had a belief that I was identifying with the version of me that got to be skinny, but not super toned. <laughs> and cause like, I've always been, I've always been someone who's been small and people like tell me that and whatever. So I've always identified with being skinny, but I've never identified with being someone who's like super fit or like super toned or, you know what I mean? So then I yeah. had to think, okay, well that version of me, what does she look like? How does she feel in her body? And I had to start identifying with that new version and release the I'm just skinny, but that's where it stops kind of thing. Yes, that is so good. And it's so interesting how it's like, like that's why you have the component around the beliefs as well as the action, because in this instance, you were doing the action. You just didn't yeah, believe. Exactly. Exactly. And then once I started changing that belief, like, I feel like that's when the shifts actually started happening too. Yes. Oh, so good. So juicy. Okay. I'm going to pivot a little bit, even though I, I could literally talk about that for the next half an hour, because I find that topic so interesting and you do such an incredible job in just unpacking it all for us. Um, so thank you so much for that. But I wanted to ask you a little bit more about, about freedom, being the freedom babe. And I know that you're obsessed with the idea of freedom. I'm obsessed with the idea of freedom and lots of the podcast listeners are. And, you know, it's one of the reasons why um, a lot of us start our business, right? And so I feel like, um, you know, when I think of freedom, I feel like travel is like a big part of freedom, right? And so many things that in the world at the moment, we can't, a lot of people can't do um, in terms of restrictions, you know, whether being in form of lockdown or whatever. We can't just jet set to Mykonos or chill by the pool in Bali, even though I would just <laughs> die to do that right now. And so like with, I guess what I'm trying to say is with the limitations and, and the restrictions that many of us have at the moment, how can we create more freedom in our day-to-day -day life? And I'd love to know how you've been doing that this year. Mm, that's such a good question. Okay, so there's a few things. Um, I'll like kind of go over all three of them quickly and then I'll dive into them because I don't want to forget. So number one is staycations. And number two is like romanticizing your day-to-day -day life. Okay, so I know with mm -hmm. you guys... Um, right now you can't go anywhere for us it's like a little bit different at the moment so what like i'm planning this with one of my friends like we're gonna go on a staycation to like wine country which is like a two-hour drive from here mm -hmm. i know it's different for you guys but like if you can take advantage of that and we also are lucky enough that we can travel within the country right now um so like i went to vancouver a couple months ago it's just like it's like really just taking advantage of what you can. So the local travel. Yeah, exactly. And I think there's something beautiful about, about being like a tourist in your own country or province or even like city. Like it's, it's cool to just go out and explore. And I think you have to change your mindset around that instead of looking at, well, I can't do this, this or this. It's like, okay, well, what are the options and how can we look at this like as a blessing? Like, cool, I get to go to these local hotels that I never thought I'd go to. I get to explore more of my country that I don't normally, that's like not normally my first choice or whatever for travel. Um, and then the second part of that is like romanticizing like your everyday life. So like really making every single thing that you do a vibe. And again, like going back to the money bath, like instead of having just a regular bath or a shower, like create, like get creative. Like what kind of bath would you have, would you make for yourself if you were on vacation? How would you feel if you were taking that bath on vacation and choosing to up your vibration in that way too? Like you would probably be a little bit more excited or maybe like have a glass of champagne or light a candle or whatever. So like do those things at home. Um, if you're like, again, if you're stuck at home too, like, like plan a date night at home with your husband, like 
pour a glass of, pour yourselves a nice glass of wine and like splurge for the nicer one, um, order takeout and have like a fancy dinner at home. You know what I mean? It just, mm. it's just, it's just getting intentional about your day-to-day life and looking at it as how can I make this a more fun, enjoyable, high vibe experience? Because that's what happens when we travel. We're having fun. We're like seeing things for the, like for the first time where we have um, this enlightened perspective on things. And if you start to make an effort to do that, even in your home, it will feel different. Mm. Oh, so good. I feel like you're saying the intention, like we need to have so much intention behind it and creating experiences in day-to-day life. And I love that so much because I actually feel like when you get intentional about your experiences like that and the way that you want to feel in those micro moments in in your day-to-day lifestyle, that actually allows you to manifest more in your life and more of that Mm -hmm. experience and more of those emotions that you want to call in. Yeah, hundred percent. Because if you're, if you're, doing those things that are going to raise your vibration, your vibe, when your vibration is raised, you're, um, you're a match for those things that you desire. And like, honestly, in quarantine, I like when we were like fully in quarantine from mid March to like mid May, I honestly had some of the most fun I've had this year, just by like FaceTiming with friends and drinking wine or like my birthday fell on those two months. It was the best birthday I've ever had. You know, like you just, you really have to look at things from a different perspective and look for the solutions versus look to complain. Totally, totally, totally. I love that. That's so good. I feel like you gave us a kick in the butt, but not, not, and I feel like, (laughs) but I feel like that's just a really, that's a really good way to look at it in all areas of life, right? Like in all areas where circumstances causing us to change what we would normally do, how can we approach Mm -hmm. that with a different set of lens? And like you said, from a solution-based perspective. And like, I think that the whole thing around freedom, it's like, you can't just feel freedom when you go on a holiday because like, that's not a freedom-based lifestyle. That's, you know, so I feel like that's a really key piece to what you said. Yeah, totally. And it's, and it's like, you need to, um, yeah, if you're, if you're, letting those out external things control you tr- control you you're giving your power away and you're mm-hmm. le- like you're validating you're letting those external things validate yourself where and this has been a big learning curve for me this year too if you can think okay well if i was on vacation right now if i was traveling if i was doing this how would i feel i would feel happy excited free you can literally choose to tap into those feelings now and that's you validating yourself internally and not letting those external things or situations bring you happiness. Like it has, you have to, you have to be able to create your own happiness from within. 100%. Oh, so good. I love it, Kelly. So good. And we're going to go into our behind the scenes segment, which is just where we get um, super honest and just dive in a little bit deeper. So can you share with us a recent situation where you experienced self-doubt and how you navigated through that? Yes. Okay. So, okay. This is like a real raw moment. Um, okay. So I am like three years behind on my taxes <laughs> and <laughs> joys of being an entrepreneur sometimes. So I, um, it was like every year when I like got my stuff together, my accountant was like, okay, now we need the next year. And then I just like took my sweet ass time. And then I was like, you know what? I just need to do this. Um, so like within the last couple months, I got it all together for them. Um, and w- this week they came back and were like, okay, it's all ready to go. We're going to file it. And this is what you owe for each of the three years. And I have a lot of that saved, but I didn't have all of it. So in my head, I'm just like, it just like gave me, I allowed it to give me stress and anxiety and take my power for a minute because I was like, oh my God, like, I still owe this much, like that's going to like, how am I going to make that money come in? Or what am I going to be able to pay that by? Or like, I want to pay for all these other things. And now I have to like put the money towards that, blah, blah, blah. And then I was just doubting myself with my ability to pay it. Basically, I had a moment where there was the fear, the underlying fear of 
there's not enough or money's going to run out came up and that was controlling the show. Right. Um, mm. however, and I realized this and, and also yes. So yesterday, cause the deadline was September 30th. Um, I paid like a huge chunk of it, which felt so, so good. And I almost paid less and cause I wanted to like keep some in the account. And I'm like, wait, if I do that, that is me saying that money's going to run out and there's not enough and I'll be screwed when I know that is not true. So in that moment, again, like I was self doubting myself big time with like having enough to pay it or like not having enough for all the other things. But I was like, I don't need to like hold on for dear life to my money. I can release this and know that as I pay this off, which has been energetically weighing on me for like years, it's going mm. to feel so freeing and it's actually going to open up space and energy for more to come in. And I know that there's always more than enough. I know that I'm always supported. I know that there's more than enough money to go around like for everyone. Like it's a resource. It doesn't run out. It's like it, there's always more and more and more. So if, if I truly know that, why am I hanging on to it? Yes. Oh, that is so juicy. That is so good. And I love that you even perceive that as a response to self-doubt because you knew that you were in control of that situation. And that situation wasn't just a black and white thing. You know, it was a way for you to shift your energy around, around money and around maybe being supported and allowing yourself to feel supported. Yeah. And it's also, it's also what good, what good is going to come from me a lot, like continuing to stay in that self-doubt. Like that is not going to serve me. It's going to probably manifest more issues or more self-doubt. So I don't want to stay there. Totally, totally, totally. Oh, so good. That was really, thank you so much for being like, so I love when people answer like a real question, such as like, oh yeah, I don't know when I felt self doubt. Great, thanks. So (laughs) I love that you're getting, that you got deep and real with that. So I appreciate you. Thank you. And okay. So what is an area of your life that you're trying to improve in now? Ooh, um, finances. (laughs) Like, okay. Like, finances are so good. They've never been better. And I'm so grateful for everything that's coming in. However, now that I'm, I think like for the first couple of years, it was like, cool, like freedom, like let's have fun with this. And here's the thing, like, I'm still absolutely going to have fun with my money and put it towards my desires. But I think now, like what all this has taught me is that there is room for there to be a bit more structure with certain things. You know what I mean? Um, so I, yeah, I just want to elevate the ways that I structure, like the, I want to elevate the ways that I handle my money and like the systems Mm. that I have to structure it. So, um, instead of leaving my taxes for like a couple years, you know what I mean? Like having a bookkeeper that does it for me and that it's, so it's taken care of. And so that I don't have that energetic weight of like, holy shit, I need to figure this out. You know what I mean? Like just having, having, things run in a more big girl business way with, um, with the finances, having someone handle like the invoicing, like having like the, having an accountant that like looks at things every, every so often versus like once every couple years or whatever. Um, and just kind of taking things to the next level with that and knowing that the more attention I and love that I give to my finances, the more that that makes them grow as well. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. I love that. That's so good. That is really, really good. And so what is your recent fierce female moment? So like a moment where you feel proud to be you. Hmm. Oh, oh my God. This is a good question. Um, okay. Well, definitely last night. Cause I like turned the doubt and I was like, okay, I'm like the amount of taxes I'm paying. Like I probably, I never, I never even thought I would see that amount of like income claimed on a, like on a tax form, like 10 years ago, if you told me that's what, what would go on there, I'd be like, are you kidding me? Um, so that was part of it too. Like knowing Amazing. that, yeah, taxes are a fucking burden or they can be a burden. But look what I mean, you're earning. Exactly. But like, yeah. it's a good, it's, it's a good, it's a good thing. Um, and then 
another moment I was proud to be me. Oh, okay. I had, um, this is like a bit more materialistic, but that's okay. I had a really awesome photo shoot last week and I got my, I, I had a hair and makeup artist come and she just made me feel so good. I like got a bunch of new outfits and I honestly have never loved photos from a shoot more. And I'm just so happy and I just felt so good and proud of it's like the photo shoots, the photo shoot was awesome, but it's more of what it signified. And it signified me sit like me taking my purpose to the next level and me impacting more women and showing women how much they can reinvent themselves and how much they can have their gloves. Cause when I saw the photos, I was like, wow, like I have changed so much over the last couple of years since I started this coaching business. And that's what I want for the women that I work with, the women that follow me and they're in my audience. Like I want to be that inspiration for that growth to happen. So when I like had that day where I had the photo shoot and then saw the photos after I was just like, yes, girl. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. And it's like, it's like all of the reinvention has been happening, but that photo shoot was just like, okay, here, Kelly, here's mm-hmm. the physical proof that this is already like, this is what you've created. And this is the impact that you're having. Yes. A hundred percent. Oh, so good. I love it. I can't wait to see the photos. I have no doubt you're going to look absolutely gorgeous. And what a vibe. I love, I love getting a photo shoot and I love that you even, you took it to the next level, right? Because then you had the makeup artist, you had, you had people helping you. And that is, yeah. So like, that's another thing, like making an experience out of everything you do and also aligning with your higher self. Did I quote unquote need to go get five new outfits or um, get the hair and makeup artist. No, like I'm sure I could have found stuff in my closet. I'm sure I could have done my own hair and makeup, but is that going to make me feel like my higher self? No. (laughs) Right. So it's like aligning with my higher self and doing what she would do. Um, like I, I feel like it allowed me to have more confidence and show up in a more fierce way in the photo shoot. And I feel like the photos really reflect that. So I'm just so excited. Yes. Oh, amazing. So good. So juicy. Can't wait to see them. And Kelly, thank you so much for like just sharing your energy and all of the richness and the rawness that you gave like to this episode. I really, really appreciate having you on the show. And can you tell us where everyone can find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at the Freedom Babe. Um, and then if you want to check out the podcast, it's the Freedom Babe podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, amazing. So good. Make sure you guys check Kelly out. She's absolutely incredible and her content's on fire always. And thank you so much for listening, everyone. And Kelly, thanks for being on the show. If you're vibing the show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more fierce females and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light, and fierceness. And we'll see you soon.